flyover state of film was shot in front of a live studio audience. Episode 45 of Flyer State of Film. It's everyone. 45 is a really important number right now. I don't know why. <laughs> Think about it. But as usual, I got my friends here. I got Yusef, Joe, Brian, and a very special guest, Joe's fiance, Laura. Guys, yeah. it's been a while. We're going to crack our drinks, pour one out. It's St. Patty's Day. Top of the morning to the Milagros. I got a traditional Irish beer, Modelo Especial. Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, it's come straight out of Northern Ireland, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. We sure. have a. We have car bombs. Ooh. Ooh. That's not offensive. No, no, absolutely not. It's a very fun way that the Irish people used to kill people. <laughs> now you guys we have friends that went now? to Ireland. We had friends. No, they, they were in Vegas and they met people from Ireland. And they're like, oh, you're from Ireland, and not even realized, thinking, they were like, oh, let's do a car bomb, and they were like, oh, what? And then they realized, they were like, oh, oh no, it's just not really, it's really offensive. <laughs> All right, happy stage. Cheers, Laura. Social distancing. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day. Oh, from man. From folks for me, in case anybody was wondering. Beautiful job, guys. Yeah. Okay. Now, with this episode, 45, St. Patty's Day. service. <laughs> Bye, Laura. Feel free to come back for the big hit. It sounds like I'll call you. Guys, you to say. <laughs> guys, with this episode, we're going to do something a little special for either us while we're sitting here. If we feel like joining in, but we're going to do something for you guys also. We're going to play a little drinking game. So we put some rules together that I'm going to read off for you now. Um, if Joe looks sleepy at all or his connection falters, a.k.a. good point Joe, you drink. If Yusuf brings up a movie that nobody has seen and rambles on trying to get intellectual cred, you drink. If Brian brings up someone, a.k.a. Yusuf usually, you drink. And if I bring up a bad take and my alpha abilities, then you drink. So you're going to be drinking a lot this episode. I was going to say, to keep us all safe, um, as far as for the episode, maybe only the offender should drink. You know, like the person who commits the foible, if they get called out, they should have to drink. Well, I spilled. Oh, I can't be wasting these good paper towels on this. You might need those. That's that's backup toilet paper, baby. This is quarantine. Time. Oh, she heard. Thank you. Just sit on it. Just sit on it. Rescue. 
I figure we'll start oh, this man. off. It's, you should have sat just... on it, man, and just drank from your asshole like a like a real millennial. <laughs> just soak it up. Haven't you ever heard a plug-in? Come on, man. Here's the oh, thing. Man. It's a Guinness, so it's it brown. Shove it right up there. Um, <laughs> before we get into the news or anything like that, guys, uh, one of us brought up a great question we would like to talk about. What celebrity we want to drink a green beer with? So I'm gonna start with Yusef on this one. So Brian, don't interrupt yet. <laughs> uh, I wanna I wanna drink a beer, a green beer with Conan O'Brien. Um, fuck, I, he's one of my favorite comedians of all time. Uh, I grew up watching his late late show and then uh, then his late night show that got uh, fucked over by Jay Leno and then his Conan show and now his podcast. And he's such a genuine genuinely nice guy and he has such a long history in the in hollywood and especially in the comedy world that just having like a normal conversation not even fanboying over him but just like just hearing his story and who he's met and what's happened to him like it would be fucking awesome and having a beer with him would be awesome so yeah that, that, that's my pick for sure green modello we got I joe um I, I have a similar like logic to mine, but I would love to sit in like uh, like a pub with Billy Crystal Ooh, and just oh. hear his hear his I don't know his tales. I feel like he'd be funny and charming, but also like you, he'd like down several beers with you and yeah. like let like also have a conversation and not just talk at you. And like I feel like that's what you want with a good drinking buddy. Where you actually like, yeah, 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 listen to. So, uh, and the green beer would just be a plus. We'd like take an Instagram selfie. It, it'd go to Oscar, uh, beat like <laughs> levels. Um, no, I, Billy Crystal, uh, I just feel like you'd get a good, a good conversation, good drinking hand. Um, uh, and I feel like his real, like, New York, New Yorkness would come out and it'd just be hysterical. And then you'd be like, how did you get Meg Ryan? Like, how did you pull that off? How did you convince the studios? Oh, I yesterday I tweeted about that. Yeah, I know. That's what reminded me Top of it. 10. Like, Top 10. Top 10. Well, you got Rob Reiner but in the director's chair, too. Also famously, like, the goon in a relationship with a hot girl and on yeah. TV and all in the family. You know, that was his whole deal. You, oh, you meathead, you. Oh. <laughs> it's funny, though, because if you uh, – now we're going to talk about Harry, Harry Mansell, like, uh, I, but you see those couples out there though. It's like you're. It's usually a salesman. Oh, I'm in one actually. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say and, that, and, and and then you're like, holy shit, Meg Ryan, her? It's like, yeah. What do you say? Uh-huh. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yes, yeah, so I'm Billy a real Chris- life Kevin James. Like people are always like, I hate on sitcoms when they put a hot wife with a schlubby dude. I'm like, haha, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, but he, but she's high maintenance, so that's why nobody wants to be here. You know, it settles out. I wrote, you talking about Leah Remini? Well, you have to deprogram her. That's the hardest part. His <laughs> arc is different. They're always like he's schlubby, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Kevin James, high school, early college was like a oh, built God. dude, and then yeah. he got fat, and she was just yeah. trapped. That's fair. That's fair. I'm you know. not as I'm not yeah. you know I'm not the big of a queen of King of Queens fan. TJ, who are you drinking with? Did you already do yours? Joe I've talked for a, a long time. I have a weird I have a weird one that just came up. To stay me awake. Now. I've uh, <laughs> I've been watching Cheers a lot, a lot. Yeah, fucking great. And 
This is probably the most Frasier, but it's pretty good. No, no, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, But it probably has one of the most underrated characters on TV that no one ever fucking talks about. And if I could sit down, what? What? Sorry, Carla. (laughs) Say Carla? No, yeah, I mean she's incredible in it. But Coach, if I could sit down, Craig T. Nelson, have a fucking beer with Coach. I don't know what his different Coach. Oh, I, 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 I'm too young. And I'm pretty sure he's definitely dead by now, which he could be. I don't know. But died, that was so long died, ago. He died in uh, season four, I think. Season five. No, the life? actor, you said. No, he died. about real life. He died he in real, real life. Oh, the actor died too? Yeah, season five. Oh, yeah. That's intense. So that just ruined everything for me. So I'm still in season five. Way to bring us down, man. Jeez. NBC didn't the NBC didn't let the cast go to his funeral because they had to film an episode. That's the baller move, NBC. I appreciate it. You know what, though? I respect it. <laughs> That's got to be one of the most underrated fucking characters on TV or any type of like. I mean, I guess he didn't last long. I'm, I'm kind of upset now because I'm only in season two and he's already my favorite now. Spoilers. Yeah, Spoilers. yeah, so now I'm not going to fucking enjoy it now. I'm going to cry. No, Woody, Woody Harrelson, uh, he replaces him as pretty much. He does. Young coach, pretty much. And it's hilarious. Yo, but, coach is, but coach was like like old and wise. And Woody is like wise on accident for being dumb, right? Isn't that the kind yeah. of vibe? Yeah. We just, I just rewatched this past weekend uh, Kingpin, and that is like peak Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. Just side note. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, he's a, he's a great pick, TJ. That would be a great beer. Yeah, we got Brian. I mean, this question is really just who do you want to have a beer with? doesn't matter if it's green because all they do is squirt some green food coloring in it. Nice. And I was going to go the obvious route and pick my man Harrison Ford. I watched Indiana Jones. See, I watched The Fugitive. That's a St. Paddy's Day. But you know what? Harrison Ford enjoys a different kind of green on St. Paddy's Day, I think. So we'll just move. <laughs> I'm going to shift over to somebody else whose work I appreciated over the weekend, and that was stunt coordinator and stunt woman extraordinaire Zoe Bell. Um, I watched Ooh. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, I'm a big fan. I've been a fa- fan since, uh, you know, obviously Death Proof. But also uh, there's a great documentary called Double Dare about uh, her kind of getting the role uh, of uh, um, Uma Thurman's stunt woman in Kill Bill. Oh. And also telling the kind of story of Jeannie Epper, who's an older stunt woman who was in uh, Wonder Woman. She was a Wonder Woman stunt woman. And it's a really great documentary, so if you check that out, Double Dare. But I just I love Zoe Bell. She was actually got to act a little bit in Once Upon a Time. She was hilarious. Uh, yeah. So and just a really cool, down to earth lady, and also has now been like at the top of the stunt world in Hollywood who for like ten or fifteen years. Who was she? She's Kurt Russell's Trump? wife, who comes out and yells oh, at, shit, at, at uh, Brad Pitt. With the, she's, you can tell because she's got that Australian. She's a Kiwi. She's got a New Zealand accent. Yeah, no, accent. I remember her in the movie. She, she stood yeah. out. Well, she's also, she was a stunt woman for a long time, but now she's been the stunt coordinator on Quentin's movies a couple times. And she still does, like, she'll do, like, some smaller B movies and straight to, like, Netflix shit that's actually pretty good. There's a great movie um, called Rays about these people who, like, kidnap these women and make them fight in this pit. It's really badass. It's got some really brutal fighting in it. She stars in that with uh, like Doug that. Jones, who's in that also. Um, so check that out. I've now recommended two movies already. Man, look, this is what a Man, great segment turned out to be. This Speaking is a hell of, of a podcast. Was, we haven't mentioned the virus yet. <laughs> I was going to say, well, spoilers now. Speaking of that, movies that Brian's recommended, I guess we could recommend some more because all the movies and theaters are being pushed back. Everything's pushed back. No one's seeing anything right now. Um, what they, Joe, what do you say? There was a VOD thing. 
Yeah, so I I think it's um uh, it's gonna be interesting to watch um to like to see unfold, but. Movies that were not slated to go on VOD or currently in the theaters are some new releases. Universal is the first studio to say, hey, if you want to watch it, it's $20 and we're going to drop them. And it's a, it's a rental. It's not a purchase. But yeah. to be honest with you, at least that's something. Hey, thank goodness I got to see Invisible Man in the theater when I could pay $10 for me and my wife to see a matinee. Yeah. That's the guy, for both I, of us. <laughs> I honestly was thinking, the one I do want to see that right now is being dropped like that. And I think smaller movies are going to this is going to happen to they're, they're not going to be able to, they need to drop those prices down a rental is, price yeah, no way bucks. you could charge more than like what's top end eight and bucks you, maybe I mean, for you, a rental you can't I mean, really but it's different that. it's different since it's not making a theatrical run yeah i feel it's the only sweet. one that the only one that's going to benefit from it I, I think it's trolls yeah, kids. And it's because of all the all the kids that are at home if you There's price so out much shit the, out there to for your to stick your kid I in know, front of right. Why would you pay twenty dollars if you got that weird kid? <laughs> if you have that weird kid that is a fan of Troll One, like you're one, you're a bad parent, but two, you have now the new movie. You're saving popcorn, saving all those five tickets to go to the theater, and you get it for twenty bucks. It's I, not I, a bad deal. Yes, if you're a fan of five, it's I cheaper. Think, but yeah. like, I'm just saying, I take my kid to a matinee to see a movie. You know, I don't pay. You know, I don't pay no twenty dollars. I just I mean, you would have been if you would have gone with your wife and your kid. You would, if even a matinee, you would have paid fifteen, sixteen dollars. Yeah, yeah. So I know I would have. I know I would have. I would have We're supposed to be practicing social distancing, but we do have a friend like that lives in our complex, and I was thinking like texting her and being like, "Hey, do you want to split the Invisible Man like one night? Like we're all gonna run out of shit to do. Like ten bucks, ten yeah. bucks. Like it's a little cheaper than the theater. Like." I just commend them on making that move instead yeah, of being and, uh, like. Birds of Prey. Sorry to cut you off, Joe. Uh, Birds of Prey also is going to be early on the on video on demand. Oh, I think it's a good yeah, idea, but I think there's going to be some like there's going to be some balancing that needs to happen as far 15, as what the I, price, the availability is going to be. And I was going to say Birds of Prey's got to be cheaper because it's going to be a buying thing. It's not a renting thing. Yeah, yeah. right. I think they're just releasing it early, right, on video on demand. Yeah. And well, Frozen, yeah. Frozen three, Frozen two, sorry, and uh, Skywalker is also well, going to be earlier on Disney. Well, I'll so pay how to not is, have uh, to watch Rise of Yeah, <laughs> we're already dealing uh, with a fucking pandemic. We actually we don't have to watch that shit again. <laughs> how uh, how like uh, VOD shit was uh, explained to me a while ago was like a movie does its run, then it it's like legally like in three months it's it's allowed to go to VOD to be for purchase. Then after that month, it could be for rental. Meaning like it'd be twenty dollars to purchase. And then, you know, a month after $20 purchase, it goes to... So they're just bypassing all that. I guess that was some bullshit laws, They like yeah. I heard once. Um, I don't know. It should be interesting. Um, Definitely you know, some of these movies, like New Mutants, is finally going to never make it to theaters. I think that's going to go sure. straight to Disney Plus or some shit. It sure I don't think they'll ever... I thought I watched the last trailer. I was like, I was in, they, they showed the trailer before Invisible Man. I was like... I will see this in the th- if this makes yeah. it in the theater, I'll come out and see it. Like I don't know, you might want to check this out. Lead <laughs> off with that, like you let off with what Emma, Invisible Man, and something else. Like two of those movies, no one's gonna see unless you. It's like a more of a niche audience. Like Invisible oh, Man. Oh, I saw, I saw Emma, uh-huh. and it's of actually pretty good. Saw Emma. Uh, you uh-huh. should, you should get. I, I should drink. Drink, maybe, yeah, take but, a yeah. drink. So <laughs> it's fucking I beautiful. It's the costumes and the production design is beautiful. No, if you want to see it, um, 
again. I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. The only thing people have to say about period movies is that the production design is nice. Yeah, of course it is. It looks Uh, fucking good because period shit looks good. And people who are good production designers can make period shit look awesome. That's such a lame, that's a lame comment. Sorry, sidebar. I just thought of that. Take that, take that uh, sentence out of context. And that would be great. (laughs) Period shit looks good. I... Oh man, it looks Put great. Put that on. See, that's my. We got a good point, Joe. Now get a T-shirt for me that says "Period shit looks good." Red, <laughs> red T-shirt. Red, just like like a really dark red T-shirt with this. <laughs> and the the font should be like a liquidy looking font, like it looks like water, kind of. Listen, <laughs> listen Brian, we got all the time to make all the photoshops happen these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey. And I don't care how many people like that tweet. That was a funny idea, and you did a great job executing it. Fuck you yeah, guys. Yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> love that. We, I'm surprised. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's fun. I've just been enjoying making them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, yeah. speaking of that, Joe, and your brain, what's your topic this week? Uh, so I was wondering if you were uh, – so, so you were, were quarantined, and you could watch one movie series – and I'm just taking this out of the equation. You can't it's be a like smart the ass. Desert Island question, right? Yeah, yeah. Like- yeah, and and it's only for like let's say like like six. It's a long period of time, but not that long. Let's say it's several weeks, right? Let's say four to six weeks, and it's not. Um, and the one I'm taking off the board is you can't do just say the MCU as a whole. You could say cap one to three. None of this. You have to take. You have to pick your franchises. Yeah, you have to pick or the or Thor one two three if you're going MCU route. Um, but that doesn't take some others off the board. Like it could have a dozen movies in its franchise as long as it's continuing that 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 uh, you know the linearness. So, um, uh, who, uh, Yusuf, I know we started with you last time. Uh, TJ, what is your Ooh. what is your, Way to tease me, Joe. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's good podcasting, guys. Guys. <laughs> now, I was thinking about this. I'm trying to think of movies we haven't talked about yet. Of course, I can say certain movies we've talked about a thousand times that have at least one to six movies in it. But I haven't talked about this one ever. And it has nothing to do with St. Patty's Day, or maybe it does. It might have something to do with that. I'm going with one of the longest running car icons in a long time. My guy, Warwick fucking Davis. The Leprechaun franchise. Because you got... Hell yeah, baby. Six films in this. And all of them <laughs> range from... Yeah, I like that. To, Holy shit, that's I'm really... <laughs> I realize that in my collection, I only have the first three. That means I don't have space or either of the hoods. Yeah, so I might need to like... I might, I might need to expand. Yes. They're so, all on a... Cinemax right now, and I'm oh, thankful yeah. my parents just have the full cable package because that's what I was able to watch today. <laughs> I love. I, I just watched the first one today, uh, starring Jennifer Aniston's original nose. So good, yes. <laughs> so drink. I I contend that Brian should drink. <laughs> See, you got four films in this: Leprechaun One, Leprechaun Two, Leprechaun Three. One's in Vegas. I don't know where the rest of them are. Then there's in space. Vegas is three, I think. Yeah, space. It's like, uh, two in the hood. Yes, back yeah. to the hood. Um, back to the hood. Oh my god, yeah. that was. Um, the, excuse me, it's the hood, I believe. Like, yes, yeah, show hood. some respect, guys. A friend with Spicy. me, a friend indeed. That film, these films, 
it's just one of those things you put on. You can do things in the background. Like, it's just a background movie. Or you can actually sit down and watch it. Pick it apart if you want. But you just enjoy it. If me and Brian enjoy to do a little bit of medicine, watch the movie. You can pick a lot of things out that you love. I just got to say, Leprechaun as a whole. I don't know. The fact I'll that what, the very first up. one has the pogo oh, stick yeah. kill. And that's one of the franchise best. So I feel like yes. when you start out that strong... You know? I um I watched it I, like I said I was watching the first one today in 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 like in a long ass time where I almost forgot the movie and I was like pleasantly surprised how well, the first like one's almost how much a it comedy moves. like yeah, yeah but yeah. It, it it moves it it, it has oh, good yeah. kills but it fucking moves it has the same vibe as uh the first troll just better yeah fair yeah because um, the first it's weird to think that this was a time when Warwick Davis was just like. You know, Willow had happened. It's been like ten years since Willow, almost, and it's just like he probably had plenty of stuff for like you know he probably had parts like special effects parts and been like, yeah. but he hadn't really had an acting role, and he is just having a fucking ball. He loves oh, yeah. like he has so much fun in this role, and I love. I was telling my wife about this, like my wife. My wife. Right, he was, I, I just love. I love his physicality. I love oh. how Warwick Davis knows how to use his body. Like he knows that he looks interesting when he moves. He knows how to the way he kind of like hops around. And I love. I just think he's Brian's so talented. Really, it's really great. Can I uh, add this to this? Is is Warwick Davis as the Leprechaun um, one of the few horror icons in that same camp where you really can't change that lead actor? Like it. Yeah, I do try. feel like. They yeah, I know they did. did. I think so two bad. Leprechaun movies Shameless. that no, but I mean, yeah, I mean, like you know, Robert England makes Freddy, and that's the number one. Like, like it's just, yeah. it's just you like the full without fully reinventing that whole thing. That who, that's who that We're is. We're about to see if they can do it with Candyman. And yeah. Candyman, I don't. It's, it's not going to be you there. It's going to be right. Him. I think it'll be more of a transfer thing. He'll be like possessing the new guy, yeah. kind of. Yeah, and it's great. And as great as you know, Mark Hamill's voice is. I mean, it's it's really tough to top Brad Dorf's voice at all. I don't give any shit to Mark Hamill for trying. Well, I, forgot about, I literally <laughs> forgot about Chucky. Chucky's the but other like, one that has. you don't you, know you don't see Dorf. You know his voice. Yeah. You know, you know the movies, and you'll hear him say like words like "fuck." But literally, like, oh, Warwick Davis's body and physicality is part of that character, and the way no, it's portrayed, no, and the way he no, feels no. when he's on screen. Yeah, so no, Brian, no, no Brian, other actor can come a, out of uh, another person's dick. Yeah. Mm. So, Brian, you have a lot of thoughts. What is your pick? Well, you guys let me drink on again on this episode, so I'm more chatty than usual. Even you gotta watch out. <laughs> and then every time, and then you made a rule where when I interrupt, I have to drink. It's like getting it's a progressive like getting worse. <laughs> we can't travel to meet up this April, so I miss you, babies. Oof. Uh, I'm um, social obviously, distancing. you know. For my pick, easy money would be to take just a favorite franchise like Star yeah. Wars or Aliens and just be like, I love Thanks. this. I know I'm going to enjoy it. It's like comfort food. But I was thinking something. I was like, what's a big franchise that has a lot of shit in it that I'm not familiar with and that I don't have any like love for and that I – and then I could maybe, maybe I'll enjoy some, but maybe I'll just get to shit on some. And I think the James Bond movies oh, are whoa, what I would take. Whoa, whoa. I consider that. Yes. That's 20, like, it's like 25 movies 20, now. And I literally, so I've seen like four of them maybe. So like, I mean, that would be a lot of brand new material and maybe I would fall in love or maybe I would just like have a hate watch. But either way, it's like something to keep me invested, you know, over this quarantine. Yeah. So, uh, I think my pick would be James Bond, you know? Obviously, I'm not. I, I there's been some that I like. Like I like 
Casino Royale as just a solid action movie. I liked everybody liked Goldeneye, but I actually also mm-hmm. liked the one after that because it had Michelle Yeoh in it. I was like, fuck yeah, bring What's Michelle it? Yeoh into the James Bond. In fact, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow never dies. Oh, yeah, never dies. Never yeah. dies. I remember when they were talking I, about giving Holly Halle Berry her own Bond movie. I was like, fuck that. Give Michelle Yeoh her own Bond movie. I don't think so. Halle no, Berry. that's Die Another Day. Because uh, my dad. Uh, Die Another Day is the Halle Berry one, but Tomorrow Never Dies is the Michelle Yeoh one. Yeah. My dad loved yeah. fucking Bond movies, and like that was a thing Every as a kid. So I have a, I have a, yeah, I have a soft spot <laughs> for him, but I vividly remember him. It was like, I don't know, like I was like young, but I remember him coming home being like, you want to go to the movies? You want to see the new Bond? And be like, yeah. And we both walked out of the theater and be like, that was bad for Die Another Day. <laughs> like, 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 I, like, we like, that one never dies. It's not great either. Honestly. We were like, that I think wasn't maybe cool. Goldeneye was the only yeah, good video. Pierce Brosnan yeah. Bond movie. <laughs> that, I, I saw that one the other day and it holds up. I say that Goldeneye oh, was cool. good because of the video game. Well, it definitely helps. The video game definitely like helps our nostalgia yeah. for it for sure. That is the most complete movie to video game story too of a video game. Yeah, it is. Like you play Goldeneye the video game, it's like twenty seven levels. It goes through everything in the fucking movie with two extra levels. And fun yeah. fact: the the where Sean Bean dies, that's in Puerto Rico. That's a satellite that's in Arecibo, Puerto Rico. That's fun really? fact. Yeah, it's like uh, one of those ones that like scans outer space for aliens and shit. Um, that's a really good pick, Brian. I mean, I it's weird. I like James Bond, but I never go back and watch them, except I think I've seen Skyfall a lot, because that was just like it had just it, it moved. It, it well, just people so say I've never seen it, but people say it's one of the better. It's like yeah, you know, it's, they it's had Casino Royale was great, and then Quantum of Solace kind of dipped, and then and to be fair, because the writers strike mostly, and then they say Skyfall maybe the best one, maybe Casino Royale and Skyfall are the two best. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the last before that, uh, what was the last one they made? Uh, Doc shit. The yeah, new that one not- Spectre. That was like the most recent one. <laughs> Spectre was. So, it, it, Daniel Craig has been a good Bond. I mean, but that's a uh, oh, great. That wasn't even. He's batting fifty percent right now. You, well, my whole thing was just something that's got a lot of material and that I'm not familiar with, and that James Bond was like the the perfect pick. But I talked it's, enough. Who's my next? Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I I could I considered Apes, but I thought Brian would pick it because Apes is kind of the same boat as. Uh, Bond for Brian. Like I know a few of them, but I don't know the dips that were in the middle oh, underneath oh. the planet of the Apes. I think I just when we when we start doing those little flybys that we've been talking about, the, that's I just found out what mine and Yusef's gonna be. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so we got time now, guys. <laughs> yes. First episode. Fuck uh, you guys. I still have to work every day. <laughs> I, me too, but from home. I've I've been quarantined since August. Um, so, uh, but I have to consider that if we're in this scenario where we're quarantined, I'm going to be with my lovely wife, my wife, and she's a extreme fan of Harry Potter. And I'm also a good fan, a pretty good fan of Harry Potter. So I'm picking Fantastic uh, Beasts. Harry Potter franchise, excluding Fantastic Beasts. And oh, that wouldn't count either. Cause been all. Yes. Yeah, yes. They don't count. Uh, seven movies. Uh, if you tally up, most of them are two plus hours, so that's oh, yeah. a good it's amount of. It's actually eight movies. Seven, seven, seven. There's six books, seven, seven movies. Okay, all right. I'll take um, that. No, no, that's wrong. <laughs> I'm. I, uh, 
Chamber of Secrets, uh, Sorcerer's Stone, Prisoner of Azkaban, uh, Order of the Phoenix, Goblet of Fire, uh, Half-Blood Prince, and then the other one split into two. That's eight. What's the other one called? Uh, what that's the two parter? I don't remember. What's the two parts? Deathly Hallows. Deathly, Hallows. Deathly Hallows, and then Deathly Hallows Part Two. That's eight. That's moves. the only name I remember. <laughs> so I'm not saying you're wrong, but you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> so yeah. That's pretty much my pick. I don't. I mean, you need to rewatch them clearly because you fucking don't even remember how many there are. (laughs) Also, with these, you get like. Hey, you you guys! You guys wanted me to drink, and this is what (laughs) fucking happens when I drink. Okay. We're going off the rails. This is like an early episode. This is like one of our like third or fourth episodes where we all got fucked up. Yeah. Stage fright. Yeah. Um, but would you, while you're watching the Harry Potter movies? Would you uh, try reading the books also with them while being alone that time and and like going about it? Yeah, we have like, we have we have all the books. I've read. Yeah, he's um, to drink. I've read four out of the seven. Okay. The only ones that I haven't read are the Half Blood Prince and the Order of the Phoenix. Gotcha. Okay, cool. I just was wondering because I feel like that would be really companion. It's like, oh, when cool! I watched this movie. Yeah, uh, and like we can, and book. I can, and I can critique what what the the adaptations were and what they yeah, missed, and, what yeah, there you missed go. and the cinematography and you know all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> Joe's just baiting you into it now. No, but I also, was generally <laughs> wondering. Uh, no, so, say the Harry Potter films too. You get different seasons. I mean, and I mean they and it grows, and it's and it's not yeah. something so stale. Like because I also I also considered like the Friday the Thirteen ones, uh, but they're like one note as well. Yeah. Uh, but 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 we can make fun of them. Uh, so that that's an added bonus. But if I've known that Brian wasn't gonna pick uh the Apes, I would have definitely picked the Apes because that's a huge franchise, and there's a bunch of missing spots uh in my repertoire. So uh, Joe, what's up, man? Yeah. So, uh, I kind of went through too. I went through like the, the horror catalog myself. Uh, cause as you guys know, I do like to do like these like franchise watches, like, Oh, uh, pick a random week and I'll just pick a franchise and watch it all. Um, so Friday the 13th is still, time. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a, it's still a dead spot for me, but I thought about the situation I was in. Honestly, I know it's cliche. I would go with the fast and furious films. I, I feel like, uh, it would yeah, just, It'd be easy to, to, like, there's some moments where it's serious enough by, like, the fourth time watching around to be like, holy shit. But, like, it's it's dumb enough where I'd be like, great. Like, it's it's kind of everything. Yeah. Where I do think if I picked just the horror, the horror of it, like, horror franchises, I would get either bored or, I get like. a little samey. I, yeah. 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 Um, I definitely passed over uh, Fast and Furious on my way to picking Bond. Like that was something that crossed my mind, yeah. and I was like, "But what's the movie that has? What's a franchise that has even more movies I haven't seen?" I, you know? honestly, I was I honestly of... like, if I could go back, I would pick Bond because I didn't think of it because it's I such a good pass. Um, but there. Fast and Furious, like, I don't know. I think it'd be a ton of fun. Like, especially like we used to said, like. Uh, like Laura, who, who was here earlier, and she'll be here later. Like, like I know she would want to sit down and watch that with me too. Like, <coughs> oh yeah, my wife would hate Bond. She would be like, "Well, I guess I'm doing a lot of watching YouTube." <laughs> like, it, um, it, and and they're dumb. Like, I, like I don't yeah. think we realize how weird that franchise went from 
being pretty mediocre action movies that weren't even action movies. Like, Fuck who gives a shit it. about cars? They were mostly yeah. racing movies. Yeah. 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 And then, and then, and then all of a became spies now. Yeah. I, I, I was in, uh, I was at the store getting batteries and you just like walk by the register and there's always just a bin of like $5 Blu-rays. The very fucking first one was Too Fast and Furious. And I fucking love that goddamn sequel. I think it's one of the best ones out there, man. It's so shiny compared to the first one. It's just like up. There's a lot of CGI in Too Fast and Furious. I remember. Wow, you guys leaned hard on that one. (laughs) And it had to have been like the fifth or sixth grade or or whatever Too Fast and Furious came out. I remember like I went to the movie theater with all my buddies and we saw it. I remember I went home, and I just fucking ranted how great it was. Oh, yeah. Because it was like, oh, there was this scene where these cars came out of the garage. It was confusing <laughs> everyone. And Ludacris. It's got the guy. I look. And Ludacris. That's just, that's it. That's all you have to say. And Ludacris. <laughs> like, they're, um, I don't know. And I do feel like I'd rewatch them, at least the first one, and be like, I forgot all of this. Yeah. yeah. Tokyo <laughs> Drift is a fun one, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the I, worst. I, I tell you what, I got a soft spot in my heart for whenever a franchise tries to like cast a new lead. You know what I mean? Like, I actually thought Born Legacy with Jeremy Renner was halfway decent, and I love the idea that they were like, "Fuck it, we'll just get another country ass white boy and we'll pretend, you know, like we'll just put him in this movie. That's good <laughs> enough, right? <laughs> we'll just make him the lead now." It's, uh, it's, so. So with movies that you guys want to see, what are some franchises that you don't fucking understand why people actually want to see them? Yeah, that was smooth. That was good. good I liked it. This is Yusef's topic, by the way. Yeah, TJ, <laughs> what franchise are you are you baffled? We kind of mentioned it earlier. I mean, I, I guess I get it, but I don't because I love the Harry Potter films. I think they're amazing. <laughs> why... In the fuck are we continuous continuing? Like I saw an article. I was like, is Joey, Zoe Kravitz going to return to uh, Fantastic? No, you mean the you mean the Fantastic Beast ones? Those yeah. ones are so okay. fucking bad. I feel like that is destined to turn into a Netflix series, right? Or like a or Disney to. Plus or whatever, yeah, like I, Apple TV. It's going to move. It's going to They might something. put out one more movie, but they're going to shift, right? It would like, be on so HBO Max first off. Or, yeah. Uh, it's it, but also also it, it it's just it blows my mind that they were like hey jk rowling here's here's a contract for five movies carte blanche basically yeah i mean they were printing money i get it they were printing literal money with all the merchandising and, yeah. and the and the parks and and Monsters, whatever but fuck is that movie bad well, well, I, it's like, I thought they would have like shifted and i love i love they, watching they gave, shit like that they gave jk they gave jk the, the shot like hey you've never written a movie here's a multi-billion dollar deal <laughs> yeah. write it and after the first one they should have gone like hey jk how about you give us the story and somebody else will write the fucking screenplay because you clearly don't know how to fucking write a screenplay and the second one is like double bad. It's so bad. Take, take what, the best part. Everyone loved it. Colin Farrell was like one of the best parts. They took him out of it and replaced him with fucking death. You're just like, yeah, what? he was great. What's in happening it. here? So well, like, I, it, I love films like that, but even why do it anymore? It, I don't know. It's just like, 
um, it reminds me of like you know like Cars is the most successful Pixar franchise because of their and, merchandising. Yeah. And piggyback of used to say like I don't know the Fantastic Beast movies. The first one, we all went to the fucking theaters and we were with like three Potterheads. I remember walking by, it was terrible. And they were all so blind, being like, no, it's pretty good. I'm like, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, when this usually, movie- like, I think you should have your own opinion and that's fine. Yeah. Like, this one, I'm like, you're wrong. No, there's a right and a wrong, and you're wrong. <laughs> if you're going to do merchandising and the movie's called Fantastic Beasts, like, I, for one, don't remember one fucking. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. It was like, why wouldn't you build a. The, you know, the, the little around? one that's single silver is literally the only one that's in my. Yeah, it's, it's like something you probably have. Do you know the name of it? No. Do you know, like, shit like that? Like, it's just like one of those I don't weird... even know. I don't even know the name of the. Well, that's the thing. The movie. The movies aren't Me. about fantastic beasts. They're about weird politics in the like World yeah. War Two era of magic. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. Like it's like, yeah. what are you like? At least just call it. Just be like, we're doing Hitler with wizards now. Don't like find a name <laughs> that's like World War Wizard or something like yeah. that. And just fucking like what this fantastic. It feels like they tacked on. They're like they'll throw a couple creatures in because that's in the name, but that's not what the movies are about. <laughs> Where, they got it, Where they got it wrong, honestly, I think first and foremost was casting Eddie Redmayne. Would he come off of uh, playing uh, uh, Stephen Hawking? Thank you. But <laughs> yeah. it, it was like it, it, the theory of everything, but it was just, he's such an uncharismatic lead. That you're like he is just, our generation's Hugh Grant. Like he's that kind of like. Oh, I'm just so befuddled. I'm sorry, I can't. No, oh, but at least. But like, he's missing least, the charm of Hugh Grant. Oh, yeah, right. but at least exactly, Grant yeah. doesn't look like. At least Hugh Grant doesn't look like he's transitioning. And we need more prostitute stories about him too. So. He was in that movie, The Danish Girl, where he was transitioning. I, 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 I tie it together. Call me Yusuf today. <laughs> Drink. Drink. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's next? Uh, Brian, what franchise are you befuddled? Um, now I, I this pick, I don't know if it technically counts because it, the last movie was in 2016, and there isn't a new one scheduled yet. But there've been like a longer gaps than that between these sequels, so I feel like we could still get another one. And that is the Underworld franchise. Um, I I am one of those guys. I like the first one very much. I actually think the sequel is really good, and I don't mind Rising Lycans either. The third one, where they go into the past, is kind of cool. But the last two have been very bad. Like, I, I like... I like to watch the Resident Evil movies as like like ironically that's like my guilty pleasure franchise and the under the last that's two Underworlds pick. have veered into that. In fact, that's my pick. Or, that's your pick. <laughs> oh, we're just so in sync, baby. I mean, you know, I can't. Jeez, don't you guys sleep with each other? We oh, do. We do. It's really expensive because of the traveling. Um, <laughs> but I just, it's like like I said, I I'm, this one might be dead, but I don't think I'm not. I can't be sure. And I, I just cannot believe that they've managed to sustain. Uh, why don't we just lead right into Yusef's pick? Talk no, 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 Resident no, <laughs> Brian, Brian, it's not dead. They're gonna make another one. Is there another one? I, yeah, I didn't know it, if it was scheduled. I like. How I mean, did, can we just say it right this, now? How did this what? get made? Just covered like Blood Wars or whatever. 
Right. That's kind of why it was on my mind. I do like that's that's yeah. kind of had it on. And, and they mention at the end of it, we was like, oh no, there's another one confirmed. Well, that's why I said I was like, I know there's been more than three years between sequels in this franchise, so I fully believe that we're still well within the window to get another one. Kate Beckinsale like can do whatever the hell she wants. That's what I was gonna say. I feel like Kate Beckinsale could just like be like, I want to make one. And they'll be like, great, you're going to be Selena. That's her name, right? Selena. I also I mean, feel like if the franchise we... where another, where one good movie could come back and bring it, like, all you need is, like, the right idea, because it's cool. It's, like, vampires you know versus werewolves didn't stop being interesting in the last 15 years. It's still an interesting idea, like. That is the fucking way of thinking that kept Resident fucking Evil alive for <laughs> six In fairness, the games. fifth Resident Evil movie is one of the better ones, though. <laughs> I love that first one. I have a, I have a, I know you I like it the in. third Start. one. I like the fifth right, you one. Said, Brian, Brian, you have to drink because you just didn't start talking yet. And I, do have a, I, do have, I do have a question about the Resident Evil movies. Um, uh, are, are those McG also? No, no, they're uh, all directed by that other guy. Right? Oh, Thomas. PT. Paul Thomas. Not yeah, Paul Thomas. Paul, Paul Tom- W.S. Anderson? Paul W.S. Okay. Is he still married to Mila Jovovich? Yeah, so. Oh, then there's going to be another fucking resonated evil. But the last one had the word final in it. In the title. Sure. Mm. What was it called? And oh, if I'm we've learned that. anything from Friday the 13th, that is the end of your franchise. That, that was, was, like that was what I was going to say. Out of 12. <laughs> I was gonna say. Did he um, direct Hellboy? The new one? No, no, no the guy but who he directed... had the same vibe. Yeah, it really did. It literally so, did. Yusuf, please. Uh, what? What? Why Resident Evil? So Mila Djokovic can't act for shit. <laughs> but that's not. But that's not the issue. Like, fine, let's cast the worst actress in the world as the it's lead of a been six. Beautiful, but she's never been a good actress. No. So the first one is decent like i enjoy it for what it is it's it's adjacent to the move to the feel of the games even though it's really it doesn't care much about building tension but the rest for some fucking reason became a superhero horror franchise and where we kept adding more superpowers to the lead and the bad guy just became a cartoonish version of whatever the fuck he was supposed to be and then they kept bringing on um people from the game supposedly for yeah, like they finally got to leon kennedy eventually and, and they were fucking yeah. horrible yeah chris Redfield. there's they did like a all scene, one of the one of the scenes i think it's from the fourth is it's uh the blonde from the from the movie from the Barker. video game and she's just like uh. shooting and going like this to the camera. <laughs> and I'm like, this is Resident Evil 5, and there's going to go a 6 eventually. And people defend this fucking movie. I have a cousin. He he has uh, almost, I think he has a PhD in engineering. He's well established in his life. He's super fucking smart. Yet he defends this movie as if they were fucking <laughs> Casablanca. <laughs> so there's. So- supposedly smart people that genuinely think this franchise is good i would never say it's good but i do i it's a guilty pleasure i admitted that already like i will watch it's dumb and it's weird enough that it kind of keeps my interest you know so i watched i watched the part of the problem yeah i watched the part of the problem 
I like Mike Epps. His like involvement in the second one was probably one of my favorites. And then Ashanti comes Wait. in and it all. Wait, oh, yeah. Mike Epps is in this? Oh, yeah. It's yeah custom, he's in the bitch. third one. He has two golden yeah. guns and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's custom. Uh, so, like, those <laughs> things I love. And, like, I'm a huge Guys, fan of the You're just games. selling these. <laughs> you're, just selling, you're just selling this movie. I'm a huge fan of the video game series, but it literally has nothing. Joe, uh, good point, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a great fucking pick. Even I mean, you can, you can add it I'm to the fan, uh, I, you can add it to I the love, horror month. I love Resident Evil Four, uh, the video game. Oh, it's so good. And I always thought that should have been a movie. I mean, you get it's you get Tiffany Trump. It's weird. Now, That's kind of in, one of the things they never really touched on in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. And well, that was gets a little racy. They touch on any. It's all in South America. Oh, there's definitely there's definitely game shit in the movies, especially like fucking sure. Nemesis is in Resident Evil 2. Like that's like, like full on with its rocket launcher and everything. Yeah. Now speaking. Oh of my god! 2, yeah, the fucking graphics of that bitch. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Uh, Joe, what franchise you think sucks and shouldn't continue, or your right, so life? So I do not understand um, the, the 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 pause movies. <laughs> like like I get Airbud and Airbud's existence, oh, good movies, but the Airbud spinoff uh, uh, features. Point Joe, great point. Such a good point. You nailed it, back. Great point. You're back. Just drink. <laughs> All right. The, the fucking Airbud spinoff movies are terrible. They, there's like 30 of them. The Airbuddies? But have you seen them? Yeah. I was going to say, I've but seen like, did they even watch them? I don't... <laughs> All right. Well, that was my pick, man. Do we have to bring Laura in here? Did she make you watch these? Do we have to have a talk? <laughs> uh, we've watched one or two and they're creepy because they talk dogs talk with bad CGI yeah see that makes no sense because everybody never fucking talked you could have been like MVP everyone was just a dog I mean, right yeah. yeah he just knocked the ball into the hoop that's about it and he had that dude who was his clown oh. saving oh no no I, I'm going to try audio for a bit because I feel like the connections business better I mean we can hear you we don't want to miss see your beautiful face, but... All right, I'm back. <laughs> not. I'm not. All right. Is that... Wow, I think, think we... Airbud just fucking hacked the flyer instead of phone. Don't ever mention his name again. Okay, I... say Airbud three times in your mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, so that was just fine. Like I, I, cause I, I was trying to think of like a franchise or something. <laughs> I truly do not like understand why it exists, and I don't know why that's the first that came to me. Because every time you go on that's Netflix, fair Amazon, though. I, I can see where you yeah. come from. That I love I, it. I can, and there's a lot. Like not only does it weird that it exists, but there's a lot of them. So I, I think that's a good pick, actually. Like, like I'll say this: that if pick, Baby Genius, though. if Baby Geniuses had more movies, it would be that fucking franchise. But there's only two. I fuck with Baby Geniuses. The first. No, you one. don't watch it. Rewatch it, and it does not hold up. The first one I do. Never first one's really good. All right. So All right. Uh, your surprise. top, baby. 
uh, Brian. We're very Brian. on topic this month, right? Whose topic is it? Is it Yusuf's? Brian. Brian Virus. My turn? It's me time. Uh, yeah. Well, I want to do something that I am sure no other podcast will be talking about. Mm-hmm. Something that is so interesting and original that no other place will be covering of time and that is what is the best movie about a virus Ooh. Ooh. i'm gonna go first because i'm gonna pick the low-hanging fruit because i legitimately love the 90s thriller outbreak i fucking love it it's <laughs> really great i heard somebody describe it as jurassic park if the dinosaurs was a virus and i think that's a pretty good it's like made in that way that it's kind of, it's it's more of like a like an action thriller than a realistic outbreak movie. And I just, I just think it's great. And I love the idea of Dustin Hoffman as like kind of a half action lead because he's five foot three and three. <laughs> and that three is all nose. He's just like a weird looking guy and a weird shaped dude. And uh, I love him as a, like a romantic slash action lead. Um, you get to see Kevin Spacey die a slow death. That's fun. Uh, we, we all love Rene Russo. We all love a little monkey. So I think yeah, Outbreak's really great. You guys love Outbreak, or do you? Uh, not, dude, nothing Outbreak. Like no, no. I like the rest of the world. Like I or the country. I I saw it for the first like for the first time like uh, two weeks ago. Um, I haven't seen it. A trending movie, and honestly. It's and I you know I you know I have an affinity for like '90s action like right. middling dr- like action dramas. Oh, this movie's fucking great. <laughs> I mean, like I, like, I was, Sutherland, like, I was like, oh, Morgan Freeman, like it's just one of those ones where every character actor is somebody you've seen before, every you know side role is somebody you love. Bruce Willis is in this, right? No. No, you're talking about 12 Monkeys, different yeah, monkey yeah. outbreak. Right. Although I'll that could have been mine too. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, a positive about Outbreak, especially like right now, it doesn't have the same anxiety or paranoia or dreariness that it's uh, the other one that's getting a lot of play right now, Contagion does. Like yeah. Contagion's like, let's be realistic about what happens. Right. Outbreak's Contagion like, feels I'm like a boring like, di- like, a, like a documentary about fucking like what an outbreak would be. <laughs> I don't want to see that shit. I want to see Cuba Gooding Jr. and Dustin Hoffman in a helicopter looking for a monkey. <laughs> and, <laughs> Cuba, and he's like, oh, and he's like, he's not ready for this. I'm so um, this now. Dude, but it, it, it's it's generally like a good, it's a good movie. Uh, I'm with you on that. Contag- yeah, all joking uh, aside, like, it's a solid 90s thriller. Like, it legitimately holds up pretty good, I think. Like, I don't, you know. Um... No, it's it's uh That was my pick. But that was my question. I want to get that one out of the way and give you guys room. So who uh Joe, I think you should probably go first. I feel like everybody's gone first but Joe. Oh, okay. Um I might my, my first There's pick a reason for that. <laughs> Joe has to take a drink, he's already sleepy. Give him make him take a drink. <laughs> uh, it's cu- clearly Philadelphia. Oh Jesus. No, I'm kidding. Damn, uh, that's <laughs> I was going to say, the end of Forrest Gump is not an option. (laughs) That is true. true. Um, No, I've always uh, uh, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed uh, I'm going to dip my toe into uh, Supernatural of it. I really enjoyed the uh, 28 Days and Weeks Later movies. Uh, I think that's a good virus film. Uh, I uh, Good movie. Point, Joe. 
Okay. <laughs> Try it again, Joe. Oh, I, I don't like how much it. of Yusef's thighs I can see right now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Social distancing. I don't feel so very distanced. <laughs> I'll just Joe, say try it again. We literally didn't hear anything. You should we didn't hear it. anything. It was really good, though. I'm sure what you said was great. Kind of re- hit, hit us again. Okay. I said 28 days and 28 weeks later. Okay. We heard all that. Uh, now we heard those. We heard the name oh. of the movies. Now tell us what you said about them. Oh, I just said I think it's one of Danny Boyle's uh, best movies. Um, oh, easily. They're 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 fucking creepy and eerie, but they they have this pace that like moves throughout it. Uh, <laughs> Chillian, uh, what's his name? Killian. I always said his name wrong. Killian. Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. As a lead, just fucking kills it. Yes. Um, About to reprise his role, a very similar role in Quiet Place 2, if that ever yeah, gets to yeah. come out. That's <laughs> we'll, we'll see. And also, but like, anyway. uh, well, 20 Days Later has that fucking beautiful, like, <sighs> there's something to it. And it also introduces the running zombies, like, for, I mm-hmm. believe before Dawn of the Dead, which, again, that argument. They're not zombies. We get it. They're the whole fucking thing where people talk about zombies. Like, we know. They're but zombies. It's a faction movie. Yeah, just essentially, but that's Faction. the whole I thing. Mean, you, could the same, you could say but the same thing. But it's still a virus about... movie because yeah. they established that it's from a virus. It's not Hell like yeah. in Dawn of the Dead or in Night of the Living Dead, they never established and what it is. So you can't call those virus, virus movies. Yeah. You could and say the like same. Outbreak, you get a monkey. Right? You a monkey. Say or a chimpanzee. Yeah. You can say the same thing about uh, the crazies. Mm-hmm. Right. They yeah, haven't right. really established oh, yeah. it, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I, I do like the that fr- uh, that series a lot. Um, I'll just say one and two because it's, it's one of the rare ones that has. I only ever saw the so. sequel once, but I and I didn't love it's it. Not but bad. I, I'd be willing to it's revisit fine. it. Like, it's yeah. fine. Um, I, li- I like how quickly shit hits the fan in the second one. Yeah. yeah. Then it slows down a little bit, and then it hits the fan again. And you're like, holy fucking yeah. shit. Yeah, but, yeah. It's, but definitely the first one is like superior. But yeah, the, the second one. Well, is and like all great zombie movies, it you know it turns out that humans are the real problem. You know what I mean? Like you and think the scariest thing is the zombies, yeah. and it turns out the humans are. It's oh, really well, yeah, well great scene. Absolutely. It's like the one of the best scenes in the movie is with Naomi Harris. It was like refer like her introduction to like at least American eyes is when her and her buddy are the ones who picks up uh, Killian Murphy. And you think they're fucking, they've been together forever and they've been going through this fucking apocalypse for a minute. And then the second she sees that he's fucking like wounded by a zombie and she just hacks him up, you're like, oh. She doesn't even give him a second. He's all like, wait, wait, wait. Nope. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Heartbreak. So good. No, it's, it's, it's. I knew somebody would pick it and I'm glad they did. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, because honestly, I don't think like true virus movies like Outbreak and Contagion get released that much because what we're doing right now they're like a little too real to like yeah probably get funding for you're yeah. gonna see a surplus of them in two years well, we're definitely gonna get some now <laughs> but oh um, yeah asshole writing a coronavirus script but right generally now. though you're you're not really seeing actually can i have an honorable mention on this just because no. um for my yeah. brand uh, Mom and Dad with Nick Cage. Ooh. And, uh, so and uh, through uh, Blair. Um, Salma Blair. Salma Blair. Blair. Uh, 
honestly, I mean, it's low budget. Uh, it's a it's a virus outbreak, like just something in the area. It has very happening vibes. Ton of fun. It's on like Hulu. Watch it while you have well, a thousand hours. Mentions, I'm gonna throw out Cooties then, because I think Cooties yeah. is a fun oh. zombie. But virus. how about how about we all say our ones and then we do on our benches, man? You're already <laughs> oh, jeez, I'm so sorry. Oh, you about to say no. Cooties? Did I steal Cooties from you? Yeah. Did I steal yeah. Mom and Dad from you? <laughs> no. Well, why don't you go, Yusef? Don't we wouldn't want to step on any more toes? Oh, TJ, go you, TJ. I, oh, I'm you, gonna get man. Okay, I mean. Guys, mine's not necessarily like a virus thing, but that scene in Beauty and the Beast live action movie where the where the mom gets tuberculosis, that's just <laughs> fucking <intense. laughs> But seriously, uh, I do like again, that mask. I do like to see the plague mask in play. <laughs> this isn't like a fucking movie that has anything to do with that, but I think like the undertones to it definitely have it and it's something that you don't want to spread to your world. Uh, and it's also underrated. I don't think a lot of people like this or saw it. It's the movie Life. I saw Life. Life was oh, yeah. fucking It's good. a really good fucking movie. It's about one fucking, you know, alien life form that eventually... Yeah, it's an alien knockoff. It's fine. But, <laughs> but the fear of having it come to Earth and spreading its fucking, like, wings on the shit, like, eventually you could see spoilers in the movie. That shit fucking goes down. Like, those type of fucking films like that, like, they definitely don't want to do what we were just talking about. They, You know, there's not a lot of fucking movies about, like, virus outbreaks and stuff like that, unless it's in the 90s. So they do these different takes on them and just use it as, like, social commentary to it. So now, like, you got the, all these people who are going to run out and do these coronavirus movies that will have nothing to do with the coronavirus, but it has something to do with it. Either it's people fucking raiding toilet paper in an entire movie or shit like that. But I just think life, or like Rebecca Ferguson, Jake Gyllenhaal, he's got a great cast. Ryan Dude, Reynolds has life, a really strong role in it. Life is fucking a good movie, and I, I think it was mentioned on here once, and I, I, we heard it uh Corjandro. It actually would have been a great prequel to kick off a Venom series, especially yeah, how life that was looked. the fun like thing to it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that would have been a cool little thing. But, but as a as a of all the alien knockoffs, and obviously aliens, uh, just such an you know older franchise at the point, it is well to have movies that are similar to it. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, they was, like they started making alien knockoffs like the week after Alien yeah. came out. There's so, so many B movies oh, that yeah. are just this, that. There's so many. It's not. I mean, it's. I, I didn't mean to be passive aggressive. I actually no. did like. I enjoyed life just fine. It was a this very a well good, made alien knockoff. <laughs> this is a good one. Um, as always, uh, to pick it up, TJ is saying like. Ryan Reynolds is a scene stealer. I, I think in anything he's in in life, he's particularly he is sacrifice stuff and does social distancing. He's like, don't come in here. I got yeah. virus on me. Like those, it's just like it's one of those fucking. So, uh, it's a good movie, and I did feel that holy shit, it's ending. Like because it's just absorbed in that fucking yeah, and the two of the pod. Um, you don't that's know a really good where's landing where. Yeah, no, it's, I haven't it's, I haven't seen it, but it's it's nowhere, so I don't want to pay for it either. I think I've well, it hasn't hit Netflix or Hulu. Well, or... let's have TJ rip it from his Blu-ray and send you a copy. Hey, that's a little. Send the name of the digital if you have it digital. Yeah, you ever seen that FBI warning in the beginning of your DVD shit, Brian? <laughs> I see. I don't pay attention to that. I only liked it when the DVDs had that little like. Um, you remember they had the, they would show like it would be like a little mini commercial and it would be all it was shot all early two thousand like yeah. you wouldn't steal a uh, whatever you wouldn't steal you wouldn't this. steal a car so don't steal a movie and it was all <laughs> shot fucked up like a like a music video and shit we all remember 
Yeah, yeah no, I, suicide squad. Uh, I haven't I drank in a while. You can tell, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> Who's up? Uh, uh, me. Uh, so I have two honorable. I'm just gonna mention the one that I picked because I already we already graced over it. That's Twelve Monkeys. Terry Gilliam. Um, kind of. Uh, Maybe the best Terry Gilliam movie, in my opinion. It is it's up there. I mean, it's uh, it's up there with uh, Fear. And for me, Brazil is obviously you guys not, but yeah, Twelve Monkeys is fucking legit. Uh, Brad Pitt gives a great, uh, crazy performance. Um, uh, is very believable, believable, believable. That's a crazy person. Brad Pitt was trying to get legitimized. Yeah, no, I, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's the start of Brad Pitt being like, I like being a character actor. Would Fight Club be like the start of like the Brad Pittum? Like the like him being shirtless is that I mean Thumb and Louise I get the whole thing. Well, that's the thing I think. Oh. Like he kind of he went back and forth. Like he did Twelve Monkeys feels more like him trying something out, and now he's really settled into like I'm Brad Pitt. And when you see me in a movie, I'm Brad yeah. Pitt. Like no, but if you if you like I I, I think I, I disagree with what TJ saying is like actually Fight Club is one where he's more of like no I, I'm actually more of a character actor i'm and, I'm and snatch too like it's snatch. even though he's like he looks similar to what you're used to seeing with brad he's, Pitt. Doing, a he's doing a lot of yeah he's doing yeah. a lot of character he work. took he yeah. took I, I think early 2000s brad pitt took a lot of paycheck movies to be able to do what he's doing today which is producing some of the most like progressive content there is so like troy mr and mrs smith like like probably these uh, Ocean's Eleven, like it's like yeah. take money. You know, he cashed in, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Twelve Monkeys, good shit. Uh, has a great ending. I always loved that ending. And yeah, how... no spoilers. That's an amazing no one. Spoilers. If you don't know anything about Twelve uh, Monkeys, going blind, it's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. And second one that I wanted to mention, Captain Fever, uh, Eli Roth. Yes. Oh, shit. I love yeah. Captain. No, Fever. no, Brian, you're wrong on this one, buddy. I mean, I'm not saying it's a great movie. I'm saying it's a good virus movie. It just spreads yeah. everywhere and has a great ending as well. And my oh, you my, mean the one that they stole from Night of the Living Dead? Yeah. And in yeah, my okay. last, <laughs> my last pick is uh, Idiocracy, where the oh, the most dangerous oh. virus of all is, which is stupid people fucking. All right, drink uh, you. Right, across. <laughs> well, yes, since nobody right. said it, can I also say that uh, it's one of our all-time favorites? I never can. Uh, I can't stop talking about it enough. The new Planet of the Apes franchise is a virus yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Fucking no, monkeys man. everywhere, man. We I have three monkeys. Cabin Fever is is one of the weirder ones. I had never watched. Uh, the literally got remade because they were like as an art experiment. The first one's a fun yeah, fucking movie. Yeah, in the last movie. couple of years, it just got remade, right? Yeah, that Eli Roth was like, remake this. Wait, really? Yeah. Is it Eli Roth's Ever? best movie is The House, The Clock, and The Walls. <laughs> I actually really like that movie. I got it for Christmas this year. House, The Clock, and The Walls is a lot of fun. To me, Good it shit, is an unofficial part of the Goosebumps franchise. That's I why feel I like that's it. A, I feel like yeah. that's an ancestor to our... I feel like... That cousin Jonathan character is an ancestor to Jack Black's R.L. Stein. Dude, I love it because uh, you know one and two. I I watch them like four times this whole like quarantine. If I'm here for a long ass time. I mean, to be fair, one is a lot better than two, but two does have Wendy McLevin Covey becoming a dummy, which is I, fucking tight. <laughs> I really like. I actually like them equally. I, I maybe it's just my blindness. I have a lot They're of fun wrong. with one and. 
Well, you're wrong, Joe. It's your opinion is wrong. People think opinions can't be wrong. They can, and yours is. Oh, shit. You just threw that back at me. Idiot. Stupid head. How about we talk about the shitty movie we watched? Oh, oh we that's done with right. topics already? Damn. We, we, yeah, we flew through woo. the fucking topics. We yeah, that's right, guys. It's almost 10 o'clock. <laughs> Who is this guy's fucking pick this week? This guy. So, you know, I picked a great movie. And I picked oh, a movie yeah. from 1998. Again, Spike TV. But it was fucking man's TV. Men, boobs, and beers, baby. We watched the big hit every night after 10 p.m. The Mark Wahlberg led. I don't know who the hell directed it. <laughs> oh, well, no. uh, I I was going to talk about this. The director is a uh, uh, Hong Kong cinema guy yeah. whose name escapes me. I don't sense. have IMDb pulled up. But it makes sense when you like – when I, once I knew that and I was watching this movie, I was like that – this because it has that kind of like yeah. kung fu hustle, non-congruent, doesn't 100% make sense vibe to it. You know? Break dance fighting. Oh, he tried, he tried to break in like John Woo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This movie. This is his this only movie. American release, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically this movie I saw when I was about 13 years old and fucking loved because I thought it had like all these different twists and plots. And But you just watch it and you realize it's just a bad fucking movie. So basically it's just a group of guys all coming out of a Calvin Klein fucking uh, you know, catalog. And they're all hitmen. And they have like a gym and a clockers and a whole setup. To just, you're just getting hits all the time. And that's the movie. There's no plot to it, really. They kidnap. You can, you can, you can tell a lot about a movie by the font they choose for oh, their opening yes. credits. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looks like something that I would pick to edit this video, basically. <laughs> it it <laughs> looks like they did it on PowerPoint. <laughs> it, dude, dude, it's it was like a fucking... Wham, wham, wham. It was like when a client tells you to make a pop, and they were like, sure, I'll make a pop. And they just chose everything from DeFont. Now, to be fair, the one thing I will say that like is a plus for this movie and has to do with that vibe is this movie moves along pretty briskly. It's it like, it's Our, like, hey, we know we're shitty, so we're just going to get in and get this done and get it over with and move on. Unless <laughs> you're fucking this. watching it on Crackle and you have to watch yes, 70,000 ads. <laughs> Crackle, get shit together. You don't need seven ads in a fucking row that are at least 30 seconds apiece. All right, we get it. You want to be like TV and have commercials, but fuck okay. you. It's like every five minutes. I couldn't finish what? the movie's hour 30 minutes. It took me three hours to watch the fucking thing. What was, what was Lou Diamond Phillips doing? Oh, I love <laughs> best acting I've ever seen in my life. He was doing John Leguizamo. In Romeo and Juliet, okay? Yes. That was his, he stole that from John Leguizamo 100%. Oh my god, dude. It made me feel so good that you said that, because the whole time I'm watching this, I was like, damn, John Leguizamo would fucking destroy this role if it came out today. And I'm pretty sure they're close to, I mean, Lou Diamond Phillips is definitely a little bit older than him, but like, at this time, Mark Wahlberg and John Leguizamo are about the same age. Yes. So, yeah. When you're watching this, you're like, yeah. I can definitely see it because Mark Wahlberg looks young as shit. He must have been coming right off of fear. He looks like yeah, David was, Caruso. Yeah. <laughs> he was pretty skinny <laughs> compared to what he's now, so it was kind of weird looked, to see him. He looked like an athletic redhead, too. There was that. Oh, oh, with that, I mean, Brian probably has opinions on the workout, but that workout is very versatile. Like, he's doing his gymnastic, he's doing his crappy. Brian, now that you're back, we're talking about the versatile nature of 
Marky Mark's uh, workout wow, routine. a pummel board. What was oh, the pummel God, I was getting so mad when he was hitting that wooden dummy. I was like, <laughs> he sucks so fucking bad. It's embarrassing <laughs> to have him even – like, don't let him do that. That's, a, that's a, like, insulting to the art. <laughs> they should have at least sped it up. Yeah, at least – well, first of all, they never show him doing more than, like, one thing. It's like, ka-clunk, and then cuts away. But also, that I think shouldn't be taller than he is because he's so little. It was taller well, than him, so also, it would. Like also, Marky Mark's stunt double was doing a lot of heavy lifting in this movie, especially during the final fight scene when it's him and Lou. It's supposed to be him and Lou oh, Diamond Phillips. Yeah. Like everything is shot way from way above or way behind him, so you can't see and shit. It's big, opening, big <laughs> opening fight scene. I literally said out loud. I was like, that's just impractical. Up and down on the thing with people with other what, arms like the, what about when he does the big frog hop? He's like up in the air and his legs, his knees that's are way up by his about. elbows. He's like doing this. He like frog jumps. Or when he rolls down on the fucking uh, Oh, stairs. he rolls down on the railings. That's so stupid. No, he, that would hurt people. That would hurt your ribs so fucking no, no. bad. He, he broke. He punched her along. Like yeah. he he cut at the line and fell from the sky onto the on the rail. Yeah, there's like, no he way he's turned along. Fucking shattered. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh... Can somebody explain to me the? I know we're still stuck in the beginning. But it's just so much at the beginning. The bit with the court curtains. The fuck was that? Like he kept like going to a curtain and he would open them. <laughs> was that? And then he would shoot. Open, like yeah. why are you opening the curtains? He, what is he, the well, there was a whole thing with like. They shut off the lights, so the guys put on night vision, and then they blind them. You know, it was like, so I think maybe that had to do with the lighting thing they were trying yeah, to pull off, where it's like, I'm in the curtain, it's dark, and then I whip the curtain open, and it's bright, and I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it was, I think, I think that was their vibe, that's what they were trying to go for. I agree that it didn't work, but, so I have a, I have a, I have a note, and maybe it's, it's hashtag problematic, but, uh, the dude is paying $15,000 for a blonde Midwestern. Like, that's the most basic bitch in the United States. Why is he paying so much for a blonde Midwestern? Yeah, blonde Midwestern. Why don't you just call up NebraskaCoeds.com? They'll fucking send you one over tonight. <laughs> Bokeem Woodbine and is jerking off the entire fucking movie. There's I love that. I'll tell you what. That shit that is fucking bit. hilarious. That's the best. He was the best character. Best character. The idea yeah. of a guy who, Size like, penis. first of all, I love the line where he's like, I've been fucking since I was 10. <laughs> he was about to start. He, like, never had jerked his, he'd never jerked off his whole life because he'd been fucking since he was 10. And then he discovers jerking off and he's like, why would I ever deal with a woman again? I can get myself <laughs> off. Why would I ever? He's like, he's just always like, <laughs> and, and, you know, the, the, the payoff at the end. The payoff at the end, that's the only good part about the finale is the poster oh, the of him as employee of the month. Like, all like, <laughs> Well, I was just saying, you, you, like, you know who's like, weirdly as weird as fucking movie is, is this and that, and, and um, the, the uh, movie store employee was the most out-of-place actor oh, in the so whole cool. movie. Out of control. So, he's so over the top. What's he doing? What's that dude doing? So, like, what happened is, I like to read the, like, the little like fun shit about this. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Bokeem Woodbine uh, stuff, used to stuff uh, socks in his shit before all their gym things, so his dick would look so much bigger than everyone else's on the thing on purpose, just for those scenes. And the other one was... is. The, the video store clerk was supposed to just be a voice. 
And this guy came on, and they thought he was just like so out there on screen. They were like, "We got to give him a role in the film." And then he ended up being. I mean, in all honestly, though, like because of how fucking dumb the movie is, I kind of get, I kind of love his performance, like because he comes in in the very end, and like this movie has been so stupidly over the top the whole time, and then like honestly. His performance makes Lila Kazan as uh, uh, as Christina Applegate's mom seem subtle, and he comes in and just like destroys <laughs> this whole movie. Oh yeah, no, but shit. yeah, He's but crazy. before before <laughs> we talk about before we talk about the dad and the mom, the fuck was Christina Applegate doing? Dude, uh, her voice, pretending. accent, right? I figured <laughs> what it the out. Fuck? I figured it out. What the fuck? He was pretending to do a bad New Jersey accent. No, it's, oh, it's, what, it's what Jewish Bundy thinks a Jewish person sounds like. Yeah, that's what cool. it is. <laughs> because it was like, it was like the Hitler City. movie that we're making fun of Jewish people. Well, it's it's what and what's crazy is that her character. First of all, it's Christina Applegate, and it's Christina Applegate in 1998. Literally, I think Married with Children maybe had just gone off the yeah, air or was, was still movie. on. It was like maybe at the very end of so no, like it was it was her character, her character is very Kelly Bundy. She's like a dumb money grubby kind of the Ooh, so there's no reason for money her grubby. not to just bring just be Kelly Bundy in this movie. There's no reason for her to do anything else. But yeah. because the writer decided they needed to do this thing with her parents and like the Jewish versus Catholic thing. So, like, she felt the need to, like, lean into this accent. It's so weird. It's a bit. And they had to drag Elliot Gould into this. And I'll tell you what. He delivered those. When he goes off at the end when he's been drinking all day and he finally gets to have his moment, it is really good. That's probably the best thing. He had a lot of fun. I mean, Elliot Gould. But then they get him puking like a damn joke, too. Then it's, like, gross-out shit with him. It's, like, he has that great scene, and then it's all just, like, gross-out nasty shit after that. I'm kind of like, eh, I kind of like that. That kind of bumps me out. (laughs) It's, uh... So, uh, we we didn't... Sorry, Joe, go ahead. Finish it. Oh, you drink. You did the thing I usually do. Fuck you. You drink. No, man. I would just say that this movie just had me perplexed. That's that's, That's the word. It should yeah, be yeah. like under under the under like in quotes perplexed. I, wanna, I, wanna, I was waiting. I was just waiting to figure out what was going on. Oh yeah. And then once I did, I was like, I was you like, guys, rehash the plot while I was pissing. No, no we, that's what I was, no was, was going to say before uh, Joe interrupted me with oh. speaking first. You could say the uh, plot in two sentences. Yeah, the, it's not it's a difficult plot to go wrong. So they, that's what I, I wanted to talk about the fucking schoolgirl that they kidnap. Uh, which is very weird. How old is she supposed She's to be? She's supposed to be in college. Because Thank you. TJ and what I both kind of read college the wears yeah. uniforms, though? She's wearing a Catholic well, school Originally, school. originally, it was supposed to be... Listen to TJ. Yeah, it's supposed to be a high school student in replica of, like, anime and the schoolgirl outfit. This is all in the IMDb shit. True. But then the, the director was like, well, that's probably not okay. So they made her a fair, college... the actress was 24 at the time. Yeah, so she, they made her a college student just to you know to make things so like mark Wahlberg, i think it's supposed to be like 23 in this and she's supposed to be like 20 if you say so but i don't buy it say so yeah (laughs) and also she's the daughter of mr chow of chow restaurants in all uh, la in real life 
Her name is China. Oh, that's her. Yeah, her name's China Chow. I knew that. Yeah. So, so one thing I, I was like uh, perplexed is the word of the day for me for this movie is <laughs> dead bodies are just like trash in this movie. Yeah. Like you can yeah. just pick he, them he, up, he put them in to, regular. He tried to put it all deer meat. meat. Maybe they're deer meat. His no, girlfriend stepped on a dead body and was like, ugh. Yeah, he literally puts them in, like, glad bags, too, which I'm like, that shit would rip. Yeah, yeah that's, there's no flex, way that would hold. No, you could tell they're the flex ones. You could no, the flex didn't dynamo. exist. <laughs> the flex wasn't exi- didn't exist in 98, TJ. It could have been. The dog, a... And the dog was ripping on it. That would have ripped in two seconds. But, like, that's the thing. Like, um, the, the woman he who I first thought was his girlfriend... Oh, uh, they, yeah, they pull the old Suchiru on you. Yeah, who I'm like, and then he just owed money. She was just another person he owed money to. Like, she steps on well, the no, dead body. No, she's his girlfriend, but she's he's also got a girl, Christina Applegate. He's I love fiance, she's, like, she's like the girlfriend who knows what he is, and then Christina yeah. Applegate is the one he's hiding everything from. When he kid, and when there's he, like the running bit of his stomach. Yeah. Like, yeah, he can't, yeah, he can't and people hating, hating him. Yeah, what is the I was thinking how, uh, I was thinking about how Mark Wahlberg would never allow himself to play this type of character anymore. Like, he's too much of a tough guy. He would never let himself seem like such a played out, like, chicken, you know, pussy whip guy who's, like, so worried about what other people think. He's too much of a tough guy. He would never never take this role. I 100% disagree because at the very fucking end of the film, he does him and Lou Diamond Phillips, so he does the whole, which fucks me up with this whole movie, is they do the fight scene near the end of the movie, where Lou Diamond Phillips and Mark Wahlberg on, on the hood of the car, you think he dies. And then he shows up at the video store, and they show you how he escaped it. Yeah. But regardless, Mark Wahlberg gets that one delivery where they both come up, and he spins his knife. He likes to He's like, let's fucking go. Let's throw hands. Like, that's Mark Wahlberg. I, but I, I actually... Just to get to that point. But TJ, I agree with Brian that his character trait is, for the most part, being a like more of a pussy. Yeah, being not. a pussy and a pushover. Yeah. Everybody takes advantage but, of him the whole movie. Even is... when, even when, like after, like when the shootout's happening, uh, and the parents are like, uh, was it Christina Applegate and her mom are crawling by? Yeah. And he's like, "Are you gonna break up with me?" And then the <laughs> mom crawls up, who's been nothing but a cunt to him the whole movie. She's like, showed vis- obvious disdain for him, and he's like. Oh well, I guess this is goodbye, Mrs. Whatever. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> no man. Why? Why this was the why was the neighbor so aggressive? Why was the neighbor so aggressive with him? his characters? Because he's characters. a chicken shit. It's like when you know you live next to a pussy, you know you can get tough with him. So this is this is Mark Wahlberg in '98, like getting the oh yeah, oh. Behind the scenes, this is very much in the vein of like smoking a the post pulp fiction action, but with quippy dialogue and like we're very hip and with it. And we we're very self aware, and it's ugh, it sucks. But can we so bad? But can we piggyback what TJ was saying? Is though I do agree with him in a slightly like today's Mark Wahlberg would never do any of the movies he did in the 90s for the most part. He would never do uh, Boogie Nights again. He would never do, he, you know, he would never do The Big Hit or, um, uh, yeah, honestly, even something as shitty Nights. as Rockstar. I think Boogie Nights he would definitely do because no. he's still kind of wanting that legitimacy. And Boogie no, Nights is like I a legitimate think he, movie. 
I don't think he. Do, I don't think he wants to take that risk as legitimacy. So, so as you don't think. So you don't think. You don't I think, think he wants he legitimacy could, to play a cop or like. So he like, wants like, like safe legitimacy, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Like so he's you not gonna think, like play someone's like 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 gay dad in a movie. You know, I'm so like you he's you not gonna look cook a chicken again. Well, or the chicken cooking scene is gonna be the next twenty minutes no, of this set podcast. It up, set it up real quick. So they kidnap this. No, girl, wait, wait. I want to say I want to underage say, girl. <laughs> they kidnap this supposedly girl from college, and he's she's like tied up, and then they he takes her to pee. She doesn't wipe because she's handcuffed. That's <laughs> right off the bat. I think about that all the time. Right up, it's fucking weird. Oh, and you're, she's you're helping. <laughs> yeah, she's helping him cook a kosher meal because it has to be kosher because Jewish um, and they're just c cooking a stuffing for the chicken or the turkey I don't know which oh, one it's and it's very erotic they're doing erotic hand touching while they rub seasoning on things and they're just yeah, fucking and they're just fingering that turkey <laughs> <laughs> Dude, all that salmonella, like, like yeah. what the fuck? If, if they had gone with it, if they had sex, because spoiler, they don't. She would have gotten salmonella in her vagina, and he would have oh, gotten salmonella dick. So gross. Plus, Dude, plus a UTI. It it just goes for so long, and they have so many shots of them stuffing the fucking turkey. So okay, now I wanted to talk like about this, this because. I need you three people have seen the movie, so I need to know if there's a scene that I missed. So I'm gonna walk through this real quick, okay? They get she gets kidnapped. Then they have the scene where he takes her to pee and she's like, I need help taking down my panties or whatever. And then she's helping him cook and oh, can you undo my my handcuffs so I can help you better? That all turns out to be a ruse. She hits yeah. him. She tries to escape. He ends up knocking her out again and putting her in the trunk. Then all the shit happens with the dinner. Lou Diamond Phillips shows up to kill him because we never talked about how, like, Lou Diamond Phillips did the kidnapping. And then you find out that the person they kidnapped the girl from is friends with their boss. So he gets in, put in charge of finding the kidnappers. And he's going to make Marky Marcus Patsy there. We've hashed through House all that. House of Paris. Um, that was the guy from Deep Space Nine, by the way. Weird. Can I, uh -huh. can, I, can I just add real quick the one scene that drove me fucking crazy that was so unnecessary, besides the turkey the stuffing scene, movie? was the Benny Hill fucking, uh, getting, like, her escaping, him getting throughout. her around the house, and Christine Applegate <laughs> almost finding him and shit. Yeah. I literally, sometimes this movie wants to be a legitimate action movie, and sometimes this movie wants to be a weird farce, and a, like a sad, like a, like a, like a corny kind of, like, uh, what do they call it, uh, you know, where they have, like, the accidental, like, comedy of errors kind of thing, like, they want to do my that. One, my one It wanted to be a Charlie Chaplin movie. Well, my and also, that's very Asian that. cinema, to be fair to the director, that's a very Asian cinema thing of having, like, no. all the genres kind of represented in your movie. But listen, um, my one problem with that scene is that he threw her in that one, like, in the bathroom, I guess, with the two doors for some reason, and... You know, Christina Applegate walks right up, and this woman's not just throwing her body against the door to make noise. Like, she just. Right. That was or the like, only When you have a gag like, in your mouth, like, check this out, guys. 
right? Like you probably hear me if I felt like making noise. You could probably still hear me, right? Yeah. To hear you. Sorry, Brian. I'm. I just felt that was the time to. I talk love. I love. I love. I love. Fucking crazy. I love to hear Brian make noise. <laughs> Good. I'm gonna go back to my original point. So <laughs> I was just re like we we kind of rehashed the plot a little bit. So. He, she fakes out, you know, she tries to do a fake out on Mark Wahlberg and hit him and, and escape. She doesn't get away. She gets knocked out. She gets put in the trunk. Then he has the whole thing, the dinner scene where things break off with the, you know, where the he's revealed to his yeah. girlfriend's family and the shot. shootout with New Diamond Phillips starts. He gets in the car that she's in. He takes off. She's still knocked out in the trunk. He takes off. Uh, they're shooting at the car. They're shooting at the back of the car where she is, where like she's likely going to get murdered. He ends up like knocking them off the road or running them off the road or somehow. He gets her out and puts her in the front seat. And there has been no. Now this is where I need you guys to see. Tell me if I missed something. Yeah, there's no. There's you, been no change in the situation. there's been no change in the situation as far as I could tell from when he she tried to escape and was just faking him out. Oh, and got put in the trunk, and now she's in the front seat, and she seems to be legitimately in love with him now. Yeah, like, yeah, just out of nowhere, changed. now she just legitimately loves him. They have she, weird, gross makeout where he only makes oh, out with her so top much lip. Tongue. Why does so he much only tongue. make out with her this, top lip? Because Mark Wahlberg dude, has that thing this, where he tries was, to be very tied. I, did, I literally made the same face as them fucking the turkey when they were making out. I was like... It's very so much, so much wet mouth. So much Just tongue. So much. No, it's like one of those things where like she's like, so what do we do now? And he's like, well, I drop you off. And that's it. And he's all like, She's I can't like, be the only one in this. I mean, you did just try to knock me out and escape a few hours ago, but I, I can't be the only one know. falling head over heels here. Yeah. And she's if like, No, I'm in it because of the if, hot, if we're gonna, hot if we're gonna talk about if we're, if we're gonna talk about uh, things that don't make sense, can we talk about the downhill car chase? <laughs> oh my god! Mark Walder out running a <laughs> Driving car through and the, the woods. <laughs> <laughs> and the car just keeps like circling a fucking hill. I don't know God. how the hell that car. They act like they act like leaves on the ground is the same as ice, and he just like spins around on them and shit. But also, oh, there's this fuck. one point where he he ducks he ducks under that giant like fallen tree. The car like grinds over it, but then he runs uphill, and then again the car is going car. downhill yeah. again. It's, and you're like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. It's <laughs> like. That and that's even before sense. the like the the tree the the car's out on a tree ledge and then it falls and then the, and the other call for and then the fake out of the Lou Diamond Phillips death. There's so much in the end of this movie. It's like when I talked earlier about the movie moving pretty well and being like a tight movie, but then the end still somehow feels long. It's like this action uh, sequence is still going on. I Why is it still tell, happening? I couldn't tell if it was Crackle or oh. the movie how long it. It's a movie, but Joe Joe needs movie. to drink. It feels long. <laughs> One thing, Joe needs to drink. Uh, secondly, the the bit about the the VHS, fuck you. Like, it's so much going on at the same time. Do we really need to go back to that's get the, that the VHS? farcical thing? That's that thing. I feel like that comes oh, from the director, so where he's trying to do two things. He's trying to make a legitimate action movie, John Woo action movie, but also make a weird like. Um, relationship farce and kind of like you know I, I, I have, have I'll blame that on him. I do like that they brought back the gold standee though. They talk about it the very first scene yeah. 
where yeah. the the dad shows up, you find out he's bankrupt. The guy they're gonna supposed yeah. to extort is bankrupt because he yeah. made a movie. Which I think all that's really and funny. And he's trying to kill himself. Right. I, I think all that shit's hilarious. Where he you find out that whole scene was funny. And then you see him, he's gonna commit like Harry Carey, and then he gets interrupted because they hey. call about his daughter and stuff. Fun fact: That's the same bad guy lead Asian from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. That go back to Japan. He's leading like the Japanese army. He's like the Shogun or whatever in that he's movie. He's the Shogun, the one they they slice the thing off of. But um, uh, Jesus Christ, I lost the fucking point. I was gonna say when I got. I'll lost. say that I like that they brought back the standee at the end because he mentions it where he's like, "You should have spent all that on gold, pure like whole gold <laughs> standees." And then the guy, the annoying guy from the video store, is all excited when it gets delivered, and then it's it helps Mark Wahlberg survive the big explosion. So that's one little like detail I thought was a well written part of this I love how, like, bad Anthony, movie. <laughs> Anthony Sabato Jr.'s used for two scenes. The beginning scene and the very end where he's just a limo driver and she looks back. She's like, oh, where the fuck does Skipper come from, by the way? Why'd she keep calling him Skipper? Um, well, eventually they end up on a boat, but is that a thing he says to her? No, that was, that was, that was that ever that said he wants to be a boat captain or something? You said, did you catch the name of it? How about we go into the ratings phase? Oh, the name of the boat was Big Pussy in Spanish. I was hoping Yusef would say it. Grande oh, something. I, I, was, I was probably writing a tweet. <laughs> yeah, it was like Grande <laughs> Pomienda. Oh. Uh, let's go into the fucking rating phase, guys. This is this rating phase. Rating phase. Oof. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, yeah, go ahead. All right, I'm gonna give this again. I haven't seen this since I was 13. This was TJ's uh, pick, by the way, guys. This is my pick. This is my thing. This is my no, go-to. But I give TJ, I give TJ credit for like not posting this as like I love this movie as he normally does. <laughs> this true. is part he of it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why I play that game so that if I see something really bad that wins, I can just play it off like I don't really love this movie. Um, I'm gonna give this. Should I play it off? A trace, Buster, Buster. Buster. I'm going to give this a 4 out of 10. It's nothing crazy. It's fun. But it's not a good fucking movie at all. So, 4 Trace Busters out of this one for this guy. Mm, okay. Alright. Uh, Joe? 3.3 uh, th- uh, 3, uh, deer meat bags. <laughs> so far being the lowest. Sacks of deer meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just it, 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 like, it like there were certain scenes in it that I was like I actually have a lot of I'm having fun like like this gets a star for this scene alone yeah like the, like I would, the I would, I, yeah there's there's fun ideas in the you gotta movie drink, Brian, you gotta drink <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah I just I just uh there's a reason why this movie is one on crackle and two does not register with anyone unless you were alive during or not alive unless you were aware of move like movie releases during the release of this that's oh, true yeah. i'll i'll go i'll go next that way we close out on brian and he can do his terrible trivia um i'll give it four i'm gonna actually give it four wet turkey vaginas out of Ooh. ten um uh, it's uh it's it's one of those movies that you don't remember, and then you watch, and the entire fucking movie plays in your head because you remember watching it as a kid. To be fair, I remembered it, and got hold a on, drink. I'm drink for interrupting. 
<laughs> but to be fair, I I thought I remembered it, and then I'm glad I still gave it a rewatch. Because like when I when Crackle was being a sh- piece of shit, and I thought I was gonna ha- wasn't gonna be able to find it on YouTube, I was like, well, I've seen it enough. I pretty much remember it, and I'm yeah. glad that I revisited yeah, yeah, to yeah, like yeah. really get the full experience of how fucking terrible it was. I <laughs> I agree with Joe. It has moments where you're like, oh, this is not bad, but. 90% of the movie, I was just confused as to how it actually got released. How somebody Before, said yes to this and how yeah. somebody ended I feel like you should watch a two-part with this and Excess Baggage. You guys remember Excess Baggage? Yeah, <laughs> Wait, what, which, what is Excess Baggage? Why does that sound so it's familiar? It's an Alicia Silverstone movie Silverstone. where she's the kidnapped girl, basically. Oh, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. No, oh, wow. I don't know. Oh, my God. Fun fact. Can I give you a fun fact before Brian goes and you said finish point? This movie was written for Martin Lawrence. I did read that. Yeah, and it would have that actually would have made a little more sense because of the yeah. Martin character, like being kind of a little bit run, a little bit henpecked by Gina and stuff. Like this would that would have made a little more sense. Yep. Well, like the nervousness, like Martin Lawrence could have. Uh, yeah, the energetic kind yeah. of like you know wild like. When, when he gets pushed, the more the more he get like the more stress in his life, the wilder he gets, kind of thing. Wait. Mark Wahlberg didn't have every no matter how stressful the situation gets, Mark Wahlberg's like, oh, what, dude? Wait, he, huh? did. <laughs> yeah, he did he did Blue Streak instead? Yeah, because because that That's was right call because Blue yeah, yeah, Blue, Blue Streak is one of my favorite movies, so oh, that was all- the right call. It's on the list. When did he do so, Black Knight? Uh, oh, 2002. Yeah. 2002 or 2004. Yeah. They were like, I'm gonna, we're gonna rip off uh, Army of the Dead, but not with the <laughs> horse shit. Um, so, uh, yeah, Brian, give your rating and uh, your movie trivia. Oh, uh, 2001, guys. No, to be fair, I wanted to give one. That's when that's when Black Knight came out. Yeah, it's a it's one of the post 9/11 movies in uh, November. Of well, the world needed healing, so thank you, Martin. <laughs> I saw it on theaters. I loved it. And we're gonna need that for the coronavirus. Um, <laughs> yeah, Black Knight Two needs to come out and save us from Corona. <laughs> um, God, you know, I to give TJ credit, I also owned this movie. This was um, in the bunker. There was a time. It wasn't anymore. I, I did get rid of it because it is terrible. But I wanted to give just – I was again – I was just like him. I was mesmerized. It was probably like five bucks at, at, at Walmart in 2002. And I was like, yes, ooh. Um, oof. This is – what would you guys give it? With like in, three I said three, 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 three. here. Yeah. Uh, four, four, three point three. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a flat three because there is fun moments, and I'll tell you what, we didn't talk about him enough, but man, give it up to Lou Diamond Phillips Seriously, for really just best, going over the best. top and just getting yeah. hammy with it. He knew what kind that dude knew the movie he was in. Out of everybody in this movie, yeah, he knew what kind of movie he was making, and I'll give it to that because that was pretty yeah. tight. Um, there's moments in this movie like they're like. Like the problem with the the whole like character, well, the idea like, of a guy or, who's like a a hitman who all his buddies take advantage of him because he's too nice. That's fun. Like, there's interesting stuff there. Yeah. Like, there's so another have to, uh, have three underage wet mouth kisses is what I'm giving this guys. Oh. <laughs> there's another. Uh, there's yeah. other hitman movies that are of that vein that are yeah. Running better. scared. We watched it already. 
I was going to say gross point well, This blank. is better than running scared. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> what, what are we watching, Brian? What are we watching? Oh, okay. It's time for terrible trivia, guys. Um, so as usual with terrible trivia, I have my own list here where I've assigned each of our three players, Yusef, TJ, Joe, all have a movie in mind. Now, the last two times, Joe has won. So we are the same two movies are hanging out on Yusef and TJ, but we've switched oh. out Joe's movie again. So we've got three movies ready to go. I'm going to pull my terrible trivia time. cards here. Um, I'm going to start with Yusef. This is terrible trivia. Let's do... Uh, true or false, Daniel Craig led a group of American cowboys fighting off aliens in the 2011 sci-fi, in a 2011 sci-fi film. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be false because it's not 2011, but yeah, it's true. Daniel Craig was in, uh... That's true. You're right. Okay. Oh, if you guys don't know, Terrible Trivia is this game I bought from, uh, my, my wife got, uh, from Maui. Maui! <laughs> My wife got from uh, Big Lots, and she didn't know it was going to be bad, but it's really bad. Either the questions are dumb, or they're just really easy, or they don't make sense. So that's why we play this, in case you're just tuning in. I just think it's ridiculous, so we check it out every couple of weeks. Yeah, maybe you skipped all the way to the end looking for Laura to come back, and you let Oh, and she never did. Sorry, Laura. <laughs> Sorry. She's uh, better. TJ. She's better off. Yeah, she she did not miss out. All uh, right, all right. Here we go. Okay, TJ, this is your question. Yeah. True or false? In one in one hundred and one Dalmatians, Cruella Deville wants to kidnap the puppies for their fur. True. Yep, that's true. <laughs> Sorry, you got another one. <laughs> See what I mean about these questions, guys? All right. So, Joe. Yeah. True or false, Sigourney Weaver played the main character Ripley in the 1979 horror film Alien. Well, that would be true. Yeah, I can't believe you guys are still getting all these. This is crazy. Wow, you're so smart, Joe. I would have, like... Oh my god, I can't believe... I should be on the showdown. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, I got one for... Okay, Yusuf, we're back to you. True or false... Nicholas Cage is the view of director Martin Scorsese. False. That's right. It's false. He's the director of uh he's actually a Coppola. Coppola. Yeah. Oh. Nicholas Coppola. Okay, now I got a multiple choice for TJ. Oh, I'm sorry. Where's that? Oh wow. Okay, I'm gonna the first one was too stupid. I'm gonna go with a different one. Which character is the leader of the Autobots in 2007's Transformers. I'm not going to give you the multiple choice. You have to tell me. Optimus Prime. Yep, it was Optimus Prime. Damn, he got another one. That you guys are too good. <laughs> you guys are too good. These Brian, questions have are we hard. ever asked? Have we ever We're asked? For... Ooh, okay. Here's a, now, this, is actually, this is actually might be an interesting one for Joe. True or false, 2001's The Tailor of Panama was the, was the feature film debut of Daniel Radcliffe. True. Are you guessing or do you, do you know it? I'm guessing. Okay, yeah, well, you guessed right. It was true. That was oh. even before Harry Potter. Damn. I would have said false. 
<laughs> no, nope. I did the math. I I figured Harry Potter is 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 in the same. I, I just it, it might be the same. You guess. I'm not even sure. It was an educated um, guess. Okay. I've never heard of that fucking movie. That is a good trivia question. That was actually a decent one, right? Yeah. Youssef, this is your question. True or false? Early titles for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids included Teeny Weenies, Grounded, <laughs> and The Big Backyard. You know what? You know what? It's, Stop playing with your mic, Yusuf, by the oh, way. Sorry, sorry. Uh, you know, they sound so fucking stupid, but I know Back to the Future had a really fucking stupid alternate title as well. So I'm going to say true. True it is. Okay, now that we've gotten so many right, the first person to get a wrong answer legitimately and not fake it is going to win. And we're going to pick the movie. That's how we're going to pick it now. All right. All right. TJ, true or false? Toy Story. Toy Story was Disney's first venture into computer animation. True. Yep, that's true. Okay, thank God. TJ, uh, Joe, uh, true or false, 2002 film Minority Report was directed by Steven Spielberg. True. Yeah, that's true. Youssef, true or false, Ben Affleck co-starred with Dakota Fanning in the direct in the 2002 movie Reindeer Games. False. That's right, it was Charlie's Theron. Dakota Fanning was a child. Yeah. <laughs> she was barely a child. She was like a baby. Um, TJ, true or false, the 2013 comedy film Delivery Man, which stars Vince Vaughn, Chris Pratt, <laughs> and Kobe Smulders, is a remake of the 2011 film Starbuck. True. Yeah, see, that's why these questions suck. Because anytime it's overly complicated and overly wordy, yeah. you know yeah. it's true. They, they give all <laughs> these fucking details. It's ridiculous. I expected to get that wrong, actually. Okay, uh, Joe, true or false, Patrick Stewart has appeared as Professor Charles, Charles Xavier in the X-Men 2, X-Men United. <laughs> <laughs> these questions are so fucking easy. I, I thought right. you were going to ask how many times has... Okay, for the next round here, because I need to speed this up, I'm going to get off the true or false. I'm going to give you multiple choice questions, but I'm not yeah, going to give you the choices. And if you don't come up with it, that'll count as a wrong answer. Fantastic. Who was the leading actress in the 2004 movie Ella Enchanted? This is to you, Yusef. Sorry. Oh, Ella Enchanted. Uh, Amy Adams. No, the answer is Anne Hathaway. We have a winner! Yeah, uh, I, knew that. I, thought was, yeah, I thought it was Amy Adams, too. No, it, yeah. it was Amy Hathaway. Enchanted, which is not Ella Enchanted. Okay. I, I, I knew that answer. So, I can't go to the movie Trish Modem. Youssef, the, the movie that was attributed to your name is a sci-fi classic from the late 90s or early 2000s, maybe? It stars Dustin Hoffman, Sharon Stone, Samuel L. Jackson and Queen Latifah. Oh, yes, wow. I'm talking about the Michael Crichton movie Sphere. Oh shit! What? Yes. Oh, I'm gonna do my gonna do my job. 
I've never seen that fucking movie. Find it. So Sphere is a you know in the era post in the post um, Jurassic Park era where literally any Michael Crichton book or story could get made into a movie. This is one of them. (laughs) It's a sci-fi movie. It takes place underwater, a la the Abyss, mostly. And uh, I already talked about the cast. I won't tell you any more than that. That is the movie we will be doing for the next episode of Flyover State of Film. And it's only available. Lead us into our finale outro oh uh why i love movies uh reviews nobody reads at why i love movies.com bye tj uh you guys are on flyers at a film youtube right now you guys can find me at tj dex bye yo uh, you, could, you could find sphere on your rental sites it's not available for free anywhere it seems Ooh. wink wink what you um uh, you can find me at Chending One. Uh, you can find me at Chending One. Uh, been making a lot of goofy photoshops recently on Twitter, so please give this uh, give us a like and a we share. Work together on those, everybody, just so you know, just because Joe does the work, we all put our minds to work on those. That's a great hey. effort. A hey, team, man. we're a I, team. The hey, flyover man. team. I always, I always credit <laughs> everyone in other tweets. It's not just it's me; next. it's everybody. We all work on them together. We love. I that. Said, I said, I said that. I said, it's a team, no, Joe. It's a team. Son of a bitch, we're a team. Oh, we are a team. Brian, when the, where can the people find the team? Well, you can find the team probably at Flyover, although I think TJ only logs into that once a, a week and likes like three <laughs> tweets. So probably oh, just find so us in my. Um, I, I'm at Hershkiles. Uh, I do talk about movies occasionally, but you know you will also see me doing tweeting crazy lefty shit too for politics. Ooh. All right, guys, see you next uh, next two weeks. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody.